mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Let us pray. Gracious God, we gather to be renewed, to be filled with your spirit through your word. And so do give us your spirit that this time be helpful and fruitful for our faith and life. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, it is Holy Trinity Sunday. Think about where we've been in the church year. Starting in Advent, moving into Christmas, the seasons after that, the season after that of Epiphany. And then we moved into Lent, and then the great celebration of Easter, those great three days of Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and Easter Sunday, and then we've had all these Sundays of Easter celebrating the resurrection. We celebrated last weekend the coming of the Holy Spirit, the birth of the mission of the church to bring the goods of what God did in Christ to all the world. And so we then finished the year, in essence, or until we move into ordinary time of the summer. We're not really finishing the year, but this little time of Easter in particular, by celebrating God's name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It would probably be better to call this day, this Sunday, God's name day. Psalm 8 says, how majestic, how glorious. The word majestic in Hebrew, it's like you'd need like five English words to translate it. Glorious, powerful, um, wonderful, mighty, amazing, fabulous, beautiful, the name of God. And for us, we've been given God's name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in our baptism. So my goal here today is not to talk about God's name, certainly not to try and explain the Trinity to you. I'd love to do that, though, over at least four or five cups of coffee. But to actually reapply that name to you and your life this day. There's a lot of talk today about branding. What's your brand? What's your, uh, what are you known for out there in the community? Well, when you were baptized, and if you haven't been baptized, I hope you will talk to me or Pastor Jonathan about that soon. When you're baptized, you have a brand. You have a title, a definition. You have God's name. And so today, we're going to reapply it. 
which is what we do every Sunday. Now, I did turn 60 years old yesterday. Woo! I didn't say that because I need a little boost today, but thank you. Thank you. That's good. I appreciate that. I say that because as I'm getting a little bit older, um, my daughters uh, want to make sure I'm around for a little while longer, I think. And so they're wanting to make sure I'm taking care of myself. And my oldest daughter in particular um, talks to me a lot about sunscreen. <laughs> now, you don't have to convince me to wear sunscreen. I wear sunscreen all the time. When I go play golf, whatever, I'm outside, I wear sunscreen. But I've been told I need to wear sunscreen every day no matter what I do. All right. So that's good. But my real problem is not that. My oldest daughter will tell you that I don't realize I must reapply it. You have to reapply it, Dad. Three hours, whatever, put some more on. My nose is a little burnt today, in fact. You've got to reapply the sunscreen. I started thinking about that when it comes to God's name and my baptism and your baptism and the name that was given to you when you were baptized. We were given it one time. And I can tell you this, I know a lot of people, some people were baptized as adults, some people were baptized as infants. I know some people were baptized as an infant and then they they grew up and maybe went into a church that didn't really see baptism the way we do, and so they got re-baptized. I kind of think about that as just reaffirming your baptism. But nonetheless, there's one baptism, one faith, one Lord. And when you were baptized, you were given a name. A name was applied to you. We believe, as the New Testament clearly says, something amazing is happening when you put Jesus' word with the water. It isn't just your decision for God, which is certainly a part of it. It is God's gift to you, and you were given a name, a name that defines you, a name that shapes you, that was applied to your life. But guess what? You got to reapply it. You got to put it on all the time. This is what I'm told. You were branded. With God's name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. What is the gift? What does this name, how does it define you? How does it shape you? Well, when we think about the first person of the Trinity, Jesus gives us the name Father. Jesus says to pray, our Father. And of course, as I've said many times, this is not some gray-haired man in heaven. Wipe that out of your brain somehow, some way. Michelangelo got it wrong. Okay, he's wrong. Okay, I don't get up and be that bold that often. But he's just flat out wrong. God is not Zeus. Okay? The significance of Father is that intimacy, that love, that care. God is not a man or a woman. Okay, I said that last year when I preached on Holy Trinity Sunday. Just go back and listen to that one again if you want more. Um, listen, God created you and me. That's what you get. You get a promise. In your baptism, God created you. He made all things that exist. Now, I know about evolution. 
And there's all kinds of caveats about evolution. And there's young creationists and old creationists, old earth creationists, young earth creationists. There's theistic evolutionists. There's all kinds of ways to look at this. But the problem with evolution, if you push it to its farthest, is that we are all an accident. I'm standing before you with the authority Christ gave me to tell you, you are not an accident. This earth is not an accident. All of creation is not an accident. And that includes every individual sitting here and every person existing on this earth. We are not an accident. The Bible even says that God knows all the hairs on our head. Now that is an amazing promise today. That you are valuable. God created you. You matter. Do we need that promise today? As we see young people growing up without hope, thinking they're just an accident, thinking there's no meaning to life. Well, we don't have to just talk about young people. We can talk about old people, 60-year-olds. This is what you get. This is a promise that comes flooding in in the faith of your baptism. But then, you know, that's the father, but then the son, we know there's a problem. We know not everything is beautiful and perfect and wonderful, even in this beautiful day that we're enjoying today. We know that there's sin and evil and brokenness and death and hardship and, and that we get in bondage to so many things. We're bound, and bound up in sin. But the promise, the name of God is that God came into this world. The, the part of God, the, the second person of the Trinity by whom God brought all things into existence. And God said, and God said that that said became flesh and dwelt among us. And that's... That word of God took on all of our sin on the cross. And when he was raised, gave us his righteousness. That, that's what you get in this name, in this brand, that every time you miss the mark, every way that thought, word, and deed in this life, it won't separate you from God in Christ Jesus. And you get that reapplied when you have his name upon you. You've already received the absolution once today. I'm going to give it to you again. Jesus loves you, and he forgives you all your sins. This is what you get with God's name. Yeah, you may have failed the test. Yeah, you have made, may have said the hard thing and the harsh thing. You have, may have lost your patience. Yeah, you may be thinking you don't measure up and you don't count and you don't. But listen, Jesus loves you and forgives you. That's what you get in his name. And then you're baptized into the name of the Holy Spirit. God, the verb, in other words, God's promise that he's going to keep you believing, keep you cherishing this name. You've been sealed by the Holy Spirit, we say. You're sealed. God's spirit is in you. He's going to keep you believing keep you um, serving and loving other people. He's going to give you the ability to love that you don't have. Remember in 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, that's a spiritual gift Paul is talking about. It's not a law. It's a gift that God has given you. The Holy Spirit's going to be in you. This is what you get in the name. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That brand that has been put on you. Now, 
Think about the alternatives to this brand. We don't have time, do we? We live now in a culture of brands where young people and middle-aged people, people of every age, every background are being told they have to brand themselves. <laughs> no, that's, that may be an okay thing to do out there in the world and all of that, but I, what I'd like to share is that the alternatives to the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are not very good because they never measure up and they're never good enough. Now, you might be thinking to yourself right about now, and if you're not, that's okay, now you will. But wait a minute, Pastor Bill, this is all nice-sounding words. But how do we know, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, God created us, God redeemed us, that the Holy Spirit is at work among us? I mean, look at all of the trouble in the world, the hurt, the pain, the sorrow, the loss, the divisions, how insignificant we all feel how messed up the world is and I am. How do I know that this is all true? Well, Jesus on that mountain said, all authority has been given to me. He has the authority to put that name upon you. And you might be thinking, well, how do I know what Jesus says is true? Mary went to the tomb early that day and the stone was rolled away, and Jesus called her name, and she, he said, Mary. And she said, oh, Rabbi, teacher, Jesus. Jesus appeared on the shore. Peter looked at him. It's Jesus. I'm out of the boat. And he swam to shore, and Jesus ate fish with them. He was raised from the dead, you see. He has the authority. That's where it all comes down to. He was raised from the dead, and he can give you that name. And so what does he say? All authority has been given to me. This is what I want you to do, my followers. Okay, here it is. You ready? Disciple. It's actually not make disciples. It's a verb in Greek. And we typically don't say disciple. It's not make disciples. It's disciple. And how do you do that? You baptize in the name of the Father and Holy Spirit. You give people the name Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all the promises that I've just given to you, you give it to them and you keep slathering it on. Their whole life. That's what it is to teach all that he's commanded us. How's your protection today? There's a lot of UV rays out there. A lot of things that say you don't count, you don't matter because this happened or this happened or that happened or this happened. Because this person said that or because whatever. There's a lot of rays out there. You need to 
you need to reapply today that you've been baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You've been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever, and nothing can take that away. Now, I think you are ready to go out there. We'll see you next week for some more. Amen. we confess our baptismal creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, 
suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us now pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Gracious Lord, keep us in your name. Give us your spirit that we can continue to disciple and claim the promise of our baptism, the gift and protection of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, we hold our world before you and cry out for peace and justice, for healing our land from violence and division. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We pray for all students and teachers as they move through the final weeks of the school year. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. For our homes and families, bring your grace and healing. Lord, in your mercy. God, we pray for Pastor Jonathan and all the youth going on the servant trip uh, this summer as they are in retreat and gathering together and preparing for that great trip and experience. So give them your Holy Spirit, watch over them, and we give thanks that we are one today in your body. Lord, in your mercy. We also pray today and celebrate our preschool this in incredible part of our ministry for so many years and so we pray that the rest of today will be a great celebration a great outreach a great thank you a great expression